Good afternoon and welcome back to From Heels to Wheels. Today is Friday and it is September the 3rd. It's 5.04 p.m. Central Time. And I'm recording a little bit later than usual. I did not record um, last week. And the reason why I didn't record last week is because I did get my COVID uh, booster shot on Thursday. And my intention was to actually record Friday or Saturday. And unfortunately, um, the booster gave me some side effects. And I was pretty much in bed with flu-like symptoms, like a light flu. It wasn't anything major, but it was definitely something I needed to just lie down and relax about or for. And so, um, and then Saturday was like half a day I felt that way. So I decided to just wait and record today um, because I had some scans that needed to be done this week. Um, Let me go back to the booster shot. I had the first... uh, shot the first vaccine I received um, late February and my second shot vaccine um, was four weeks later so I did get that um, shortly after I started chemo I had just gotten my first chemo treatment on a Friday and then on a Thursday I'm sorry and then Saturday I went to get my booster shot so I'm not the booster the second vaccine they call it a booster shot also because it's actually the second one after you receive the first one is supposed to boost the first one so they use those terms interchangeably in some places Um, I did not have any side effects from either of those however this one I did um, not the same day I went to um, a farm my local pharmacy and did get my booster um, shop that was recommended by my doctor um, the last visit that I had with her she highly recommended that I get the booster shot and make sure that I was you know vaccinated completely and so I did make sure that I went as soon as my side effects from my last chemo were over um, I did make sure that you know I, I gave it time and then I went to get my booster shot um, I think, and I could be totally off, um, I think it possibly could have been the fact that I was just um, about two weeks from when I had received my first, uh, my last chemo treatment. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. I did wait for my side effects from chemo to subside and I was feeling well, um, but just because I was feeling well didn't mean that I was well enough to get it. Um, the doctor did not put any um, restrictions on when I should get my vaccine, nor did the pharmacist say that it was a problem. So actually, I could have even gotten my flu shot the same day, which I chose not to. I'm still waiting on that one. So there's no telling. Um, you know, I, I strongly believe that it had probably a lot to do with the fact that I had been through chemo and I was still recovering and I wasn't, you know, my blood cells are not where they should be, platelets, white cells, hemoglobin, all of that. But I'm not a doctor. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I don't know the science behind it. Um, That is just my assumption. Either way, I'm fine. Um, It, you know, I did get it and I'm done with it. I'm going to wait another two weeks, possibly, maybe three before I go and get my flu shot, I just don't want to start feeling well and then get slammed again for another day in bed. Um, So I'm just going to wait a little bit longer for the flu shot, but I will definitely get that one as well um, so that I'm fully vaccinated and protected as much as possible. Um, We had um, this week, I had 
on Tuesday I went for blood work routine blood work and then Tuesday um, right after my routine blood work I went and had my CT scan um, completed and then I had a day in between so Wednesday I was off from any scans or tests and then yesterday I had to go and have a the PET scan done um, they call it a net pot um, pet CT scan whole lot of name for it basically what you do is you go in they inject you um, via IV with an isotope they remove the IV so you don't have the IV after that is just for the purposes of the injection they remove the IV you wait calmly they had me in this very solemn quiet room uh, they turned down the lights there was a TV but I chose not to watch and you sit there for an hour they call you in they have you um, empty your bladder and then go and get the scan done um, the scan takes about 20 minutes um, it's a little bit different from the CT scan where you um, they kind of bring you in and out of this ring um, this one was a little bit the ring was a lot bigger if, if you've ever had a CT scan you know what I'm talking about the ring was a lot bigger um, not quite to the extent of an MRI because I have had one of those done before but this one um, was somewhat bigger but not quite tunnel like um, however I am severely claustrophobic and so going into that was um, a little bit mind over matter I had to take deep breaths close my eyes um, because a portion of it I was inside of that even though I knew that behind me was daylight basically or skylight and in front of me as well I wasn't in a tunnel per se but even speaking about it I can feel my breath kind of catch a little bit that's how you know claustrophobic I am so I had to kind of just relax myself in there practice my yoga breathing uh, close my eyes so that I didn't see the top of this ring in my face um, because I kept thinking oh my lord I've driven 45 minutes to get here um, parking was a nightmare and it was raining when I got there so that added on to the confusion and then I'm thinking all this, if I can't complete this test to drive all the way back home and have to do this all over again, so there are only two places here in town that actually do this specific test and both are far. Um, the other, this was the lesser of two evils. The other one is in the Texas Medical Center, which I did not want to venture into. Um, have been there several times for not myself, but for my husband and I, it's a nightmare there to get in, to find you where you're going. The parking is, expensive and crazy to find it is just not what I wanted to do so I chose this place which was a lot easier to find and park etc so that in and of itself um, made me relax more like oh, I want to do this again so one, one and done so I did manage to get through it a little by little it starts to move you away until your face is out in the daylight and it's concentrating on your organs and, and you're there for a good portion of the scan. Um, once the scan was over, I was free to go home and um, now I have to wait for my results. Next Thursday at 3 p.m. Central Time, I have a telemedicine visit with my doctor 
and it will be at that time that she's going to review my blood work, um, my CT scan, and I'm, I'm assuming my PET scan as well. Um, she had mentioned that she would want me to visit with, um, and she would give me a referral for one of her colleagues in the medical um, oncology department. And that, I believe, is also in the same clinic where she works, which is very close to my home, and I'm happy for that. So I don't know um, when that will be scheduled for um, my hope and my prayer the entire time that I was in that both of my CT scans, I kept repeating, I am not willing to allow any other medical condition to enter my body. I am not willing to allow the virus or any cancer of any kind to enter my body. I am done. And I mean that from the deepest, um, deepest portion of my heart and my soul. I am done. I am not willing to have anything else go wrong with my body. I am healed. And I kept saying that over and over and over again. I am healed. I am healed. I am healed. And I believe that. Um, I believe that the Lord has brought me this far. He has not abandoned me, not once. I have been through a difficult time. Um, I have gone over and over again in my head and on paper, my diary and my journal, all the procedures that I've been through, not to mention the blood work draws and, you know, everything, everything that I've been through. Um, when I look back on this, I will be 100% honest with all of you. If I had this all written down um, as to what the process was going to be, from the very beginning that I was told that I had cancer and what my treatment was going to look like, I don't know that I would have been able to mentally get through this. Um, just going through all of it, one thing after another, after another. And, you know, that old, um, probably going to mess this up, but that old, you know, um, joke or saying or whatever you want to call it this is how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time that is exactly what this feels like looking back on the rear view mirror um of my life in the last six months it'll be uh today's the third i was hospitalized where all this nightmare started for me on the 9th of uh, march so in six days less than a week it will be six months that i have been going through tests after tests after procedures after surgeries after chemo etc etc so I'm going to write a list of questions that I have for my doctor which the questions become less and less the more I go through this process simply because there's less that I need to know um, but obviously now moving forward it's going to be so when am I going to um, be ready to begin my maintenance medications I'm not in a rush to start that for obvious reasons. I don't know what the side effects are going to be for me personally. Don't know how long they're going to last. Don't want to start feeling tired, etc. Um, I'm still recovering, if you will. And I'm sure that my doctor is going to have me have probably weekly blood draws until my numbers are where they want. She wants them to be. So to 
today what is today i'm trying to think today's friday um next so this is two and a half weeks of about from my last chemo next week on tuesday it'll be three weeks since i've had my last chemo and she had said anywhere between a month to two months from my last chemo so i know that i still have you know probably a few more weeks if not longer to recover um I'm able to do a lot more this time around. Um, I am not as tired. Um, this last chemo, when I did have it, my side effects um, started and they were slow in starting and they didn't feel as intense as they normally did. Now, I will say that in in my mind, I feel that it was all a mental thing because I knew it was my last one. And so I think personally that I was just in a different mental state of, I'm done, this is it. These are the last side effects I'm gonna have from this chemo and these six treatments that I've received. Um, there's no more surgery planned, you know? And so it's a mental thing of, I'm celebrating and I've been celebrating in my mind and in my body and in my soul um, as much as I possibly can, you know, with COVID going on and having to be, you know, semi-quarantined. I have gone out to do a few things, but not a lot. Um, I bought myself a bicycle. I have ridden it around a couple of times. Um, I couldn't exercise before these scans. They didn't want me to, so it kind of was spotty. And this week I really haven't gotten out there much. But I'm hoping that starting next week, um, I will start, you know, Monday or Tuesday, I will start, you know, getting back out there and trying to go around the block a few times. I am absolutely exhausted when I do this. Um, I went twice around the block. And when I say around the block, where I live within this um, master planned subdivision is a little section of it, which are the townhomes. We lived... Um, this this area here is about 20, 21 years old. We've lived here for that almost that long um, in a newer home, or I shouldn't say newer home, in a bigger home, single family home um, that we had built with all the amenities that we needed for our family at the time because our family was still young. Um, we sold that house. It was a very large home. I think it was approximately 4,400 square feet and it, we had a pool and it was just really beautiful and perfect for our family. But as the children started growing and moving away and, you know, the, the reunions and the get togethers and the, you know, events and birthday parties and weddings and all that stuff started to really dwindle away, the home was way too big for us. So we decided to sell three years ago in 2018 we purchased this brand new um, townhouse that had just been built in this little portion of the big subdivision. So it's a very small community here, very quiet. Um, so was our other home, but this one, um, you know, it's it's very quiet because it's smaller homes. Um, it's a two-story townhouse, um, which is about 2,000 square feet. So it's not small by any means, but it's just perfect for us. We have a beautiful garden in the backyard we had uh, stamped concrete laid down to make it really patio like because um, we had no need for you know grass we had no children playing in the back we didn't want to deal with a swimming pool because there's a lot of maintenance and work behind it that you know for us to 
I mean, every once in a while we regret that part of it because it's been so hot this summer. Um, but most of the time we're fine without it. So it's just, and, and there are two big um, community pools here within our subdivision that are just for the, you know, for the residents. So, I mean, we can do that at any time as well. And so when I ride around here, it's really not, you know, I haven't even clocked it, but it's not a lot. It's not, it's very small area. Um, because I've limited to a, a, just a portion of this of this area um, just to get my body going. And I can tell you that I was exhausted when I was done. And I did two laps and took a break in my garage and then went around again a couple more laps and took another break. I think I went around one last time and then said, okay, I'm done. Um, I'm trying to build back my, uh, my energy level, my stamina, but I also do not want to push myself to the point where I feel like I've overdone it because you know overdoing it when you're healthy is one thing and you kind of pay the price for that but when you're not 100% yourself and you push yourself to that limit it's it can be too much on your body so you want to just take it slow and just let your body adapt um, little by little you know, everybody says, you know, we all have muscle memory. Um, I've worked out for many, many years in my life. I was very fit. Um, but I, I jokingly say that my muscle has no memory and it's actually going through Alzheimer's right now. Um, I'm sore just riding a bike. My arms hurt. And there's no reason for my arms to hurt because I'm not using my arms for anything other than holding the handlebars. So it's just to show you. Um, the level of torture that my body has gone through, if you will, and how, how it's just going to take me time. And I'm trying to be patient with myself. Um, most of my hair went ahead and fell out again. Um, but by next week, um, my body has gone through the three weeks of chemo, you know, post-chemo. And because there are no more, my hair will start to come in. So I'm kind of projecting that by Christmas time, I should have a little hair, you know, to, to mess with and maybe have just like a little, um, you know, shaggy little look or, you know, pixie cut at some point. Um, I'm looking forward to that so that I could start feeling a little bit more like myself. I think that's one of the things that I wished that in a way it would have fallen out so that I would have had that bit of myself to still continue to have as my identity. Um, but the good thing about not having hair like that is I never lost all of it. Um, I still have some fuzz. Um, is that it's so much easier. I have so little maintenance. I don't have to worry about washing my hair and blow drying it or styling it or any of that stuff. I just basically go in, I shower, I wash it with, uh, with baby wash and, and I'm done. I don't have to do anything else. Um, so that part of it is good. Um, so my, my maintenance, my, um, female maintenance that I used to take, you know, used to do so much and, you know, the waxing of the face and the, the shaving of the legs and just those kinds of things I haven't had to do um, since I had my fourth chemo. I didn't have to do it after my first chemo for a little bit. Um, and then I had that period of time where I didn't have to do it because it took a while before the hair started to grow back. And then I had to for a short time before my fourth chemo but since my fourth chemo I haven't had to so small little you know um, silver linings that that you know we try to appreciate and grasp onto for you know whenever we can 
Um, I'm excited uh, about a lot of things. I'm excited about my life. I'm excited. Um, it's interesting how I see things so differently now, and I don't get upset. I don't get worked up. I don't get anxious about a lot of things like I used to. I have so much more patience um, and with things that normally would have, you know, set me off. I'm not like that right now because I'm not rushing to go anywhere or do anything. Um, I don't make appointments early in the morning. Um, I refuse to. So all of my appointments are after 11 or 12. Um, the only appointments that I had to go to, you know, at a certain time were obviously my surgeries because they are scheduled for you and my chemos. Other than that, I do not plan anything early in the morning. If I need to make an appointment for anything, I'm always going to ask for something after 11. Um, not because I get up late, just because I like to get up leisurely. I get up, I sometimes will lay in my bed for an hour, um, just checking my phone, check my email, um, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. And then I get up and I have my coffee. And some mornings I sit out in my balcony because my townhouse is two levels. So upstairs I have a balcony outside of my kitchen. And I'll sit there with my coffee and just enjoy the morning. Water my plants um, upstairs, go downstairs and water the ones outside. Um, just do things, have breakfast when I want to. And then when I have an appointment, then I'll, you know, have my shower, get ready leisurely um, and just go. So I'm taking life a lot easier now. I'm not letting things stir me up um, because I've realized that it doesn't matter. Um, we're not here forever. Tomorrow is not promised. So if I wanna sit for an hour on my balcony and watch the hummingbirds come up to my feeder, that's what I'm gonna do. Um, if I want to lie down all day because that day I'm just not feeling the energy level like I used to. I'm not judging myself for that anymore. I'm going to lie down. And if there are things that need to be done in the home, you know what? They don't need to be done immediately. They can be done when they're done. And so I do laundry when I want to, um, when I feel like it. And it's amazing how everything in my home still gets done but I'm not stressing about it, which is the big difference. Um, so I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning how to be more patient with myself. I'm learning how to be more patient with others. I'm learning how to be so, more, uh, so much more empathetic with people. I'm learning to take my time and enjoy the real tiny pleasures of life. Um, my gardenias are blossoming in this stifling heat. I can't believe they're still sending out beautiful flowers. They smell so good and they're so fresh. And when I go outside to the patio, even though we don't get a lot of breezes here unless we're expecting some rain because in Houston it's super hot right now. But every once in a while, a little tiny breeze will hit. And if I'm downstairs, um, just doing stuff or not doing anything, I can smell them. It's like I have this keen sense of smell. It's almost like the Lord knew what I needed, allowed this time for me to 
go through something that was going to teach me, slow me down, and now the Lord is rewarding me with this extra sense of peace, tranquility, calmness, um, just allowing me to enjoy nature, life, and everything around me. And it's beautiful and I love it. Um, Every time I pass by in my living room, I have the bell that my son and his girlfriend gave me when I rang the bell, um, my last bell. I go by there every day and my husband and I laugh about it, but I ring it. And I, sometimes I ring it a lot, sometimes I ring it a little, and he just laughs. And for us, it's a reminder that I'm alive. I'm alive, and I'm going to be fine. And I know that the Lord did not let me get to this point to just drop me and let me go. Um, I've heard and I've read some stories um, about people feeling when they're done with their chemo and they're done with their treatments and all of that, that it's almost like a letdown because up until that point, you're being monitored by doctors and nurses and you're getting calls and you're scheduling and you're busy and you're getting bills and all these things are going on. And so um, you are all of a sudden in a sense of letdown, like, oh my gosh, um, I'm not getting any attention or anything like that. I personally don't feel that way. Um, I have never been an attention-seeking type of personality. I don't like people, you know, and you've heard me say this time and time again, I don't like people on me, after me, checking on me all the time. Um, It just, at the beginning, it was very like, oh my gosh, you know, there's really something wrong with me. And I don't feel like I need that for my fuel to get through. I love it. I love that people care for me. I love that people are praying for me. And I love, you know, all the cards and gifts and all. I love all of that because to me, it's not what you're sending me to me. It's you're thinking of me. And in that positive thinking, it's feeding me energy and it's helping me get through. So I'm, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I don't need um, that kind of attention for, you know, for my ego and to feed me. That's not my personality. Um, but I'm so grateful that I can ring that bell. And every day when I ring it, I know I'm alive and I'm well, and I know, I know that I'm going to be fine and I believe that and I proclaim it and I speak it into existence and I send it out to the universe because I know that I am and I don't feel like I need you know that attention to get through some people do and I'm not saying that's wrong Um, we're also individual right we all have our own way of being and thinking and speaking and 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 what what feeds me might be different from what feeds you so I'm not judging anyone at all I'm just saying that's just not me so so far um, everything is going great for me Um, I still have my moments when I am so in the reality of what I've been through and it's right there in my face and and I have that moment of I tears will come and I have shed some 
um, since my last chemo. Um, some are happy tears and some are just tears of, of uh, I guess maybe just acknowledging what I've been through and how difficult it has been. Um, but I just wanted to touch base with everybody. I will definitely log back on next week um, after my appointment on Thursday afternoon. Probably won't be until Friday or maybe Saturday. My uh, my daughter is coming into town. My middle daughter is making a stop here with her husband on the way to California. They're being transferred and they're driving through from Jacksonville, Florida, stopping here in Houston for the night and then continuing the next day. So I'm going to enjoy their visit on Tuesday um, evening. Please keep them in your prayers for a safe journey to, um, they're going to San Diego and it's a long trip. So they're splitting it up into three days. Um, The first leg is going to be their stop here in Houston. And after that, I will recover Wednesday, go on Thursday, or not go because it's telemedicine, but meet with my doctor. Um, I will get positive news. I will be told that I'm in remission and I will know what is going to happen next. I will tune in um, next week and update all of you. Just wanted to jump on. Didn't think it was going to take this long to say all of that. Jump on, give you guys an update since I didn't last week. Have a safe Memorial, I'm sorry, Labor Day weekend. Um, Have fun, be safe out there, wear your mask, hand sanitizer. Please get vaccinated for all of our sakes. Take care. God bless you all. And until the next episode, this is Marilyn with From Heels to Wheels signing off. Have a great weekend, y'all. Bye.